the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So speaking of the midterm elections coming up, uh, we were speaking of them yesterday at a freedom rally uh, between Plain City and Dublin. And it was a great time. We had a ton of speakers there. Uh, Senate candidate J.D. Vance uh, ended the program. Uh, former Senate candidate Bernie Moreno was there. State uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Uh, Ohio Supreme Court Justice Pat Fisher. A host of local candidates. Uh, Omar Tarazi, who's running to uh, represent the Hilliard area in the Ohio State House. You would do well to elect Omar. People, Omar is on the right side of fighting for parents' rights in schools. And so one thing that will happen this year in the midterm election that has not happened in the past is that on the state Supreme Court level, this will not be true of every judge race, but on the state Supreme Court level, judges will be identified on the ballot by their political party. So when you get to the battle for the chief justice of the Supreme Court, and that will be someone new because Maureen O'Connor is being forced off the court by the age at which you are no longer now deemed to be uh, able to function on the Supreme Court. Uh, We will have either Republican Sharon Kennedy or Democrat Jennifer Bruner elected as the new chief justice of the Ohio Supreme Court. And then because one of them is, well, both of them are currently justices on the court, that will create a vacancy on the court. And Governor Mike DeWine, presuming he wins, which he's way ahead of Nan Whaley, it would be the political upset of all time if DeWine did not win. Uh, DeWine will then get to appoint a new justice to the court. So I cannot stress enough how important it is to do two things. Number one, don't stop voting when you get to the judges because I don't know who I should vote for. I don't know who's a Republican. I don't know who's a Democrat. I don't want to risk voting for a Democrat. So don't do that. Another thing you should not do is, oh, I saw there's a name. O'Shaughnessy. I'm just making a name up. Okay. O'Shaughnessy. I've seen that name on a on a yard sign. I'll vote for O'Shaughnessy. No. Do not vote just because you see a name on a yard sign and it rings a bell in your head. I've seen that yard sign. I'll vote for them. No. Do not do that. There are numerous resources out there to find out which judges have conservative values, and which ones, like this fool in Cincinnati, in Hamilton County Common Pleas Court, Christian A. Jenkins, you say, oh, Christian Jenkins. Wow, his name is Christian, so I'll vote for him. 
congratulations. You just voted for the judge who is allowing babies to be killed in the womb in the state of Ohio because he thinks that, oh, what do those Supreme Court justices in Washington know? We should be able to kill babies here in Ohio, even though the Supreme Court of the land says that Roe versus Wade was unconstitutional. I, the great Christian A. Jenkins, in Cincinnati's Hamilton County Common Pleas Court, have deemed that, no, my personal values are such that I think the Ohio Constitution should protect what women want to do to their babies. So I'm going to say that, no, that Ohio law that was passed by, you know, the will of the people in the General Assembly, eh, who cares what the people think? I, Christian A. Jenkins, know best. This is why judgeships are essential as the firewall against wokeness. Because, let's take a look right now. Presumably, we will have a General Assembly in the state of Ohio that will put into law House Bill 454, which would make it illegal for nationwide children's, Akron children's, Cincinnati children's, to do what they are doing right now, which is giving puberty blockers. That's the kindest way to say it. You know, there's a drug called Lupron. Lupron is what they give to male sex offenders when their lives have reached such an uncontrollable deviancy that they need to be chemically castrated. So they give them Lupron to crush their sex drive. They are giving Lupron to minor boys who go in saying, I know I was born a boy, but I really am a girl. I would like for you to give me a drug to forever interrupt my development as a man. And they're giving testosterone to girls, to minor girls. Children's hospitals, at least three of them in the city. I haven't checked in Cleveland. I got to assume as much as that area of our state stinks of wokeness that it's going on there as well. But the firewall against that, I'm assuming we're going to get this done with a supermajority of Republicans in the House and Senate in the state of Ohio. We're going to get House Bill 454 or something like it passed. We're going to get House Bill 616, which will stop the woke teachers out there from talking about their sexual preferences and gender ideology with kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. Bill doesn't go far enough, in my opinion. Should go all the way up to high school. It doesn't. Let's at least protect the kindergarten, first, second, and third graders. So I think we're going to get that passed. I think we're going to, in some way, shape, or form, get a bill passed that will protect women's sports, which would mean that, oh, novel concept, boys can't play girls' sports. Say, don't we have a federal law? That says that? No, we have a federal law, Title IX, 50 years. We're celebrating it. That has allowed women's sports to explode. How many women over the years? How many women in the last 50 years have gotten college scholarships and gone on to achieve great things in the marketplace, raised families, Because of Title IX. How many? Can't calculate the number, right? The Biden administration thinks that we should make an addition to Title IX. That we should add 
Those same protections for equal opportunities for women as men that were ingrained in Title IX, we should expand those protections. You're sitting there going, oh, yeah, we should. I mean, good things have resulted from Title IX. We should expand those protections. What's wrong with that, Bruce? They want to expand the protections on the basis of gender. Title IX was created on the basis of sex to create additional opportunities for women because most of the opportunities prior to Title IX were going to men. Back then, the Neanderthal attitude was, ah, those girls don't want to play sports. They don't need to play sports. Come on, they should be, you know, going to home ec class and doing things like that. That was the Neanderthal attitude. Then they found out, wow, wow, watch Serena Williams play tennis. Wow, wow, watch Katie Smith play basketball. Wow, they're really good. They're fun to watch. Watch Nellie Corda play golf. Watch Nancy Lopez play golf. All that, Title IX, all of it, Okay. But if you allow gender protections to be part of Title IX, well, now you've allowed men who say they're women. Transgender woman is a biological man. There's no other kind of man than a biological man. All men are biological men. All women are biological women. That's what determines whether you're a man or a woman. You don't even need the word biological. They're a man. It's self-evident. They're a woman. It's self-evident. They want The Biden administration wants to expand that to Gender, so a man can play a girl's sport because he says he's a woman. And you say, wait a second. If they've established 50 years of great things in women's sports and protections for women by having separate opportunities for men and women, wouldn't allowing a a boy, a man, to play a woman's sport, wouldn't that kind of defeat the purpose of Title IX? Yes. Yes. And you say, well, then I'm against that. Well, good for you, but the Biden administration never does anything without the sledgehammer of force behind them. So your public school that gets federal money for its student lunch program or breakfast program, the Biden administration says, hey, if you don't let boys play girls sports, we're going to take that federal money away from you, which, if you really look at it, is the Biden administration's threat and willingness to harm a bunch of kids by advantaging a few who have a mental illness of transgenderism. So if you don't think the battle is ardent to protect our kids, I had in front of me a New York Times Headline from this weekend, the New York Times headline basically said, Why more kids are opting for transgender top surgery? More teens, more trans teens are choosing top surgery, the headline says. Small studies suggest that breast removal surgery improves transgender teenagers' well-being. But data is sparse. Some state leaders oppose such procedures for minorities. Yeah, State leaders who aren't ghouls, who aren't barbarians, who don't favor mutilating young girls. Um, So again, the Supreme Court races in the state of Ohio because we get House Bill 454 that would outlaw these kinds of surgeries in Ohio. If we get House Bill 616, it keeps teachers from wearing those stupid badges that some of them are wearing in Hilliard. And let me stop right there. Well, no, let me finish the thought and then I'll go back to the teachers in Hilliard. And if we get House Bill 
doesn't have a number yet. We get the Protect Women's Sports Act through, and we keep biological men from playing women's sports in Ohio. It's eventually going to wind up in front of the Ohio Supreme Court. And if we have Jennifer Bruner as Supreme Court Chief Justice, and we have failed to reelect Pat Fisher and Pat DeWine to the Supreme Court, well, then the Ohio Supreme Court is going to legislate from the bench and is going to overrule the will of the people of the state of Ohio as enacted through their representatives. They're fairly elected representatives in the House and Senate. And they're going to side four square with the Biden administration. So I'm telling you, the most important races in Ohio are J.D. Vance for Senate and Pat Fisher, Pat DeWine, and Sharon Kennedy for the state Supreme Court. They will be labeled Republican on the ballot. you got to tell all your friends, vote for those three. Now, as we get closer, because I'm not going to waste your time now and tell you, as we get closer, I will, on a fairly routine basis, give you the names of judges who have conservative values because the judges for Common Pleas Court and other courts will not be listed by political affiliation. So you're going to have to do some research. Or you're going to have to take a piece of paper into the polls with you, and you are allowed to do that with the list of people you're going to vote for. We also have, if you don't think the wokeness is threatening the state of Ohio, as much of a center-right state as we are. You know, we have two issues coming up on the ballot, statewide issues on the ballot. The first asks whether public safety should be a consideration when calculating bail for people accused of a crime. Duh. Should judges, when they calculate bail, say, hmm, this person, pretty significant threat to the community. I probably should increase their bail, right? That's common sense. The other issue on the ballot will ask whether people who are not U.S. citizens should be allowed to vote in local elections if their city or township allows it. We've got the unrepentant liberals in Yellow Springs who want to give people who are not citizens of the United States the right to vote in local Yellow Springs elections, to elect mayor, city council, whatever. Well, they're not citizens, but they live in the community and their lives are touched by Why should they have the same say in who their elected representatives are than the people who are citizens of the U.S. who live in Yellow Springs or any other place? So both those issues are Captain Obvious issues. No, you should not be allowed to vote if you are not a citizen of the U.S. And yes, judges should consider the danger of a person when calculating their bail. The fact that those even made it to the ballot shows you how stupid we can be when it comes to our elections. So you got to vote for Sharon Kennedy, Pat DeWine, and Pat Fisher when it comes to the Ohio Supreme Court. Now, here's a prediction that I will make. We have a hurricane that is threatening to hit the west coast of Florida. You say, wait, you sure about that? Because hurricanes rarely hit the west coast of Florida. Yes, I know. Very rarely do hurricanes hit the west coast of Florida where Tampa is. But Hurricane Ian, which is cooking up in uh, ready-to-hit Grand Cayman and Cuba, 
They think it's going to be a Category 4 hurricane, which means winds of 130 to 156 miles an hour. Youch. Jim Cantori just landed in Tampa Bay. Well, and you know it's a real so thing. So it's official. It's a real thing. It Cantori's is. there. Yep. Leaning at a 30-degree <laughs> angle into winds, uh, you know, mm-hmm. going where no man has gone before. Mm-hmm. You know it's official. Yeah, Cantori is like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you see him coming, it's yeah. time to evacuate. Past That's time. To time. Evacuate. Yep. I wonder how many raincoats he takes oh, along. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this man has a death wish, or mm. or a or or an attention. Very he wants good a lot at of attention. Job. Yeah, he yeah. is very good at his job. Yeah. Uh, so they're saying that they could have power outages that could last for weeks, possibly months. There are crews currently. Gearing up right now in the mid-Ohio area, specifically, I just saw a post about Westerville Municipal, I call it Westerville Muni Electric because I mm-hmm. lived there for a long time, but Westerville City Electric, uh, their crews are preparing to drive down and be on standby so when it passes, they can start working. So my prediction is not that this is going to hit because you say, well, wow, congratulations, genius, you can read the Weather Channel. No, my prediction is this is going to be used by the left to show that Ron DeSantis is not a capable governor. Well, he's already given him a week's notice. He's given him a week's notice, I know, but you know how this will play in the major media. Oh, look, here's Tampa. Here's somebody without food or water. Somebody who ignored DeSantis' warnings to go and stock up or get out. Or get out. But they will find this person, and this person will rail against Ron DeSantis, and then it'll be on every network, and every cable network except Fox and Newsmax. And it will be used as, well, look at this. I mean, come on. Now, never mind that you have, let's say, California Governor Gavin Newsom, where they don't get hit by hurricanes, where the worst thing that happens to them is like a drought or a mudslide. And Gavin Newsom has managed that state into uh, complete ineptitude. And Newsom will be the one leading the charge on this because Newsom, over the weekend, was in Texas. Now you'd say, so, wait a minute, isn't he the governor of California? Yes, he is the governor of California. What is he doing in Texas? Well, he's campaigning for president. The polls show that Joe Biden, if the Democrats have a bad midterm, and from my mouth to God's ear that they do, Gavin Newsom is going to be there. But look, Joe Biden can't run for re-election. If the Democrats get not even crushed, if they lose the House and they lose the Senate, it's all it takes. Biden's a lame duck. He's done. So Newsom is out there campaigning, pounding the table, saying, why aren't we being more aggressive? We're going to lose because we're not being aggressive enough. See, he is saying what everybody knows. The Democrats are going to lose. So what can I do to take advantage of that? So Newsom, of course, will be smiled on by the major media. Ron DeSantis will be blamed for what's totally out of his control, just like George Bush was blamed for Katrina. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.